Now, we've spent a bit of time talking about our, uh, our economic health and finances. We like to talk about uh, our, our physical health and mental health in this part of the program. And I thought this week we should look at dementia because it's been announced recently that Bruce Willis was diagnosed with dementia. Bruce Willis, of course, very well known. Uh, he's, he's 67. He turns 68 next month. Now, these days, that's not regarded as old. Uh, most people of that age expect to have a fair bit of life ahead of them. And then there's this question of how early uh, dementia can be diagnosed, how early it uh, it actually uh, imposes itself, if, we, if you like. He first suffered from aphasia, but let's find out a little bit more because Professor My- Associate Professor Michael Woodward is from Dementia Australia and joins us on the line now. Uh, Michael Woodward, good evening to you. Look, it's good to speak to you because it is such an important issue. It is. It is obviously very important. So so am I right? I mean, someone 67, 68, most people regard that these days as, as relatively young. I know we all like to think that. But are dementia diagnoses starting to come in at younger ages, in, in younger age groups? No, no. Alzheimer's disease is a commonest uh a form of dementia and that usually um, comes in in your 70s but there are some forms of what we would call early onset or young onset dementia and one of them is frontotemporal dementia which is what Bruce Willis was suffering from. It often starts as changes in language, your language becomes less fluent, you can't get your words out or you might just not quite understand the, the right words to use and then eventually it can be diagnosed that this is a form of dementia called frontotemporal dementia. It's not Alzheimer's but it is much more common common in younger people. Okay, so when I mentioned aphasia, is that what you were describing there that he, he yeah. initially aphasia had? Means, aphasia means difficulty getting words out and that's uh, that can have other causes, stroke or um, uh, other uh, changes in the brain, but in his case it turned out to be due to frontotemporal dementia and there's a very nice statement from his family talking about it uh, if you look at the uh, press release that they put out. Yeah. So is, is there then uh, an expectation that you manage it, you treat it, but you are going to get a deterioration over a period of time, that that is inevitable? Unfortunately, that's true of all dementias. We have made some breakthroughs with some disease, uh, with some drugs for Alzheimer's disease that remove the amyloid from the brain. That seems to slow things down a little bit, although those drugs aren't yet freely available in Australia. They're called monoclonal antibodies. But with frontotemporal dementia, the form that Bruce had, there's absolutely no specific treatment at this stage, so it will get worse. Okay, so when we talk about Alzheimer's and dementia, can you just explain the difference there? Because uh, it's something people probably aren't aware of. Yeah, people often do get these terms mixed up. What we mean by Alzheimer's is a particular uh, pathology or change in the brain. In Alzheimer's, it's due to a buildup of two toxic proteins. One is called amyloid, the other is called tau. Um, with frontotemporal dementia, again, we're talking about a buildup of an unwanted uh, protein in the brain. In the frontotemporal dementia, it's usually a protein called tau or sometimes another one called TDP43. That's not so important. Mm. So these terms, Alzheimer's and um, um, frontotemporal dementia, describe the pathology. But we use the word dementia to describe the severity. So most people start out with no symptoms and they move on to develop uh, problems with their memory or their speech, as in Bruce's case, and then they go on to develop more severe stages where essentially you can't look after yourself as well anymore. 
That's called the dementia stage. So most people with Alzheimer's will eventually get dementia, but in fact, most people with Alzheimer's haven't yet got dementia. And that gives us plenty of opportunity to, to intervene and slow things down if we catch it early enough. Okay, so, so let's, let's just focus on the dementia. Uh, let's focus on the situation with, with Bruce Willis, say. W- would it be possible to go back and find the point at which this started to develop that might have been undetected? And is it possible to identify what, what the causes of this might be? Yeah, look, we certainly can pick these things up, particularly Alzheimer's at a much earlier stage, in fact, even before symptoms occur. Um, We don't know in most people what causes it. Uh, uh, There are genetic factors. So uh, if you've got a mum or a dad with Alzheimer's or indeed with frontotemporal dementia, you've probably got an increase, well, you have got an increased risk of developing it. But in most cases, we don't know why you know, you get it and your brother doesn't get it. We just don't know. It may be there are other genes that we've yet to discover. Um, we do know what puts you at increased risk of certainly Alzheimer's disease, and that's um, lack of education, um, uh, not uh, eating a good diet, becoming overweight, not being physically fit, um, not keeping your brain active, not keeping yourself socially active. These increase your risk of developing uh, cognitive impairment, including Alzheimer's. The risk factors for frontotemporal dementia, the one Bruce had, are even less well understood. Yeah, so we don't really know. So anyone, you could look around a room with people, any, what, anywhere, anything north of their 50s, and you, they might be developing it somewhere, and we just don't know. Exactly. In fact, if you've got a bunch of people uh, in their 60s, the chances are a few of them will be developing that build-up of those toxic proteins, but no symptoms are going to develop for another 10 or 15 or 20 years. Yeah. And you can't do a test to see if there's the build-up? You can. You can get an amyloid PET. We're doing them on people in their 60s, and uh, uh, particularly if they've got a strong family history. And, and if they do have amyloid, yep. we're putting them into trials of anti-amyloid drugs. So it's happening now at my site in Australia, in Melbourne, at the Austin and yep. other sites around Australia. So these are called preclinical trials. These are trying to slow down the disease even before symptoms develop. Um, so there is some exciting work done there, but sure. they're, not, they're not being done with frontotemporal dementia. So what you're saying is if someone's got it in, and it's happened within their family, and then there might be an argument for going getting a test, but other people who just might want to err on the side of caution, that's not something they can go and do these days, go and get a test? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you can, and there's some genetic tests, and sometimes you get them done through your, uh, those uh, bodies that uh, test all your genes. But to be honest, I think we should all lift out, leave our, start again. I think we should all live our lives as if we could be getting dementia, because mm. there is such a high risk. About one in three people will die uh, with some form of uh, Alzheimer's disease or a related yep. dementia, and uh, with such a high risk, why don't we start living our life from our 40s? as if we're at increased risk. So start dealing with those risk factors, uh, improve our, our exercise or do more exercise, keep our brains active, Preventive keep our social stuff, yeah. networks active yeah. and eat a good diet. You know, that's the Mediterranean diet, which is the opposite to the British pub food diet. Because when, when you get... <laughs> exactly. And when you get diagnosed with, with, with this, then is when people think, all right, I'm going to start to look after myself. Uh, if you've too been late, doing it late. 10 years too earlier late. or 20 yeah. years earlier then uh, exactly. it, it may be delayed. So live, live your life now as if you're going to get dementia because it, it's not always true, but there's a chance. In fact, most of your listeners, um, and I know you probably have a slightly older listener group than the average Australian age, but most of your listeners are going to reach 90. Um, and by 90, the chance of having Alzheimer's disease is one in three. Yeah, all right. So by, by looking after yourself, you're going to delay that or perhaps limit the, the possibility of getting it. 
Exactly. Okay. And, I, and, I, and I'm guessing there's still work being done because this is such a plague through the whole, uh, you know, the older community throughout the world. I'm guessing there's massive amounts of research being done, organisations like yours and others trying to find treatments and potentially cures. Absolutely. And not only uh, working on uh, treatments and cures, but also working on better diagnostic tests. We now think we'll soon have blood tests to diagnose this condition. So, yes, a great deal of work is being done. Okay. All right. We'll keep in touch with you. Thank you so much for that tonight. Thank you. Good to see you. Yeah, really important stuff, that. And I think the more we can talk about it, Professor Michael Woodward from Dementia Australia, it is important. And one day they might find better treatments and certainly that, that elusive cure.